Hey, folks, it's Sarah Mason for the, from the HMC, and I am here with Dan Fagan, who is the new host of Bourbon, Bagels, and Bruce. Oh, yeah. Host <laughs> of the three Bs, I like to call them. The three Bs. Three yeah. Bs. Perhaps the three greatest Bs ever created. I agree with that, yeah. actually. Yeah. It's going to be a love, love, love ride. For 45 minutes, once a week. Nice. We're going to take people out to explore the world of three Bs. Ooh. Let's explore that a little bit right now. <laughs> let's do it. Do we have a bottle? Let's get that, let's get that bottle open. <laughs> Actually, we do have a bottle. Let's crack that bottle we of that the bottle. first B, which, is, of course, is bourbon. Yeah. One of the best uh, liquids ever created on, on God's earth. <laughs> so are you going to be sampling bourbons in this quest of yours? You know, there will be some bourbon... Drunk, yes. <laughs> yes, there might be. And hopefully my guests will enjoy it as well. Okay. Yes. And bagels eaten. Although you, you we're in Los Angeles, and I don't know about those bagels. I mean, I know you're going to be going around to different places. You know, the, 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 the idea of the podcast is that I'm going to be exploring the world of food, mm. of booze, and everything having to do with Bruce Springsteen. I love it. <laughs> so I, 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 think, I think the world needs to be a lover of all three. And if they're at least good with two of them, I could work on them for the okay. third. <laughs> I think the first two, actually, I don't know. I think all three of those are, you're going to get a lot of people who are lovers of all three of those. I'm certainly hoping so. The, the, the challenge here is that my love of Springsteen happens to clash with my love of bourbon because Springsteen <laughs> was not known to be a drinker. Oh, right. So it's, it's a little bit of a challenge, but, but I think he'll work with me on this one. Okay. <laughs> could he be on the show, perhaps? I think I think if he would just do a Jersey guy right, he just might do it one day. Oh, that's right. You are a Jersey guy. I am a Jersey You're guy. A Jersey born boy. And, born and raised. Um, in reading the most recent uh, uh, book that Bruce Springsteen had uh, uh, sent out for all of us from the heavens. Born uh, to run. I have to say, born to run, exactly. I have to say that it was a, uh, it was a wonderful tell for someone who I thought I knew. Mm-hmm. But realize when I was reading it how many different paths we've crossed over the years in New Jersey. Talk a little bit about that. Well, I got to say, so one of the places alone, he spoke of in the late 60s, early 70s, he was standing outside Manasquan, New Jersey, and there was a place called the Osprey. And he hmm. wanted to be in there because the Shirelles were playing and all these different uh, bands were playing back in the day. And he just wanted to be in there to rock, to show what he could do. And it was really wow. hard for artists to get in there at the time. And for myself, I bartended at Leggett's in the mid-80s. Wow. And I remember all the bands that used to play. And they were good bands, but they were mm. nowhere near the level of the Shirelles or Bruce Springsteen. Right. So it was just cool to think that a bar that I bartended at for two summers was a place that Bruce Springsteen desperately wanted to get in and play. That's incredible. And who the hell was the owner not to let that guy in? That's all I got to say. <laughs> There's always stories like that. There's, There's always, always stories. someone who didn't take the book deal, didn't let someone in, exactly. didn't this, didn't that. And look at us now. But they had their they had their chance, and uh, you know. But it's it's cool to cool to read about that. Um, reading about different places he's gone, living in Rumson. I lived in Rumson at mm. the time. Uh, worked at a, a restaurant that he and his wife used to frequent, and so I got to see them on more than more than several occasions. Mm. And, and they were big fans of tequila. Oh, really? And uh, but he doesn't drink. 
Maybe that was the one thing that Patty would just uh, impose upon him. But <laughs> they used to enjoy tequila. But they were ne- he was never known, at least even in reading in the book, he was never known to be a big drinker. Okay. Uh, had gotten drunk a, a few times in his younger years and is known to have a drink or two. Right. But not to the level of the three Bs. Hey, host. good for him. Exactly. Better yeah. for him. Better for him. So wh- what's up first? Uh, you're going to be... Sp- Speaking with some restaurateurs? Yeah. So I, I think uh, – well, I think, you know, for, for let this audience know exactly what mm. the three Bs are at and why it was uh, created, I think I, I need to let people know that I had this vision mm-hmm. of all my years wrapped in restaurant, of which I was 22 years as a restaurant owner, operator, everything soup to nuts from, from a cook to a dishwasher to a bar owner to a restaurant owner. Done it all. I, I did it all. And and I've been for 14 years helping people develop those same dreams in being a restaurant and bar broker here in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And so a big part of what I've done has been my passion and been driven by my passion, A, to help the mom and pop person who wouldn't have a chance otherwise, but B, to see good food and good drink get out into the town's that they need to be in. Love it. And so I just love exploring. Uh-huh. I love finding new restaurants. I love finding new bars. Uh, and I love Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. So I figured, why not talk about it for 45 <laughs> minutes on one of these podcasts and just happen to be invited to join your your nation? Yep, the HMC Network, and we're happy to have you. So we'll uh, we'll see where this is going to go. And uh, But I do have some uh, some good ideas for some uh, some of my first... Uh, victims, aka <laughs> slash guests. Uh, I'm originally going to go with some some of the hardcore old school LA restaurateurs. Oh, um, that I believe um, need to need to be recorded and need to be heard because I don't believe that they're long establishment wise for the earth. Only because the folks are probably going to be retiring in the next few years. So, who are some of these folks? I want to reach out to the owner of Valentino's. You always talk about Valentino's over on Pico in Santa Monica, over correct? On Pico West in LA. Santa Monica. It's a, it's a uh, a long time uh, Italian restaurant. Yeah, so it's uh, it's been owned by this um, wonderful Italian gentleman who's now. Uh, has owned it for so long. He was one of the first people credited with the idea of bringing in classic Italian food to Los Angeles. And because of him, he opened the doors for the Celestino Dragos and the Drago Brothers and all of the other uh, great Italian chefs that we've had over the last uh, three or four decades. Yeah. Well, I remember when I first moved here, which was now well, just about 23 years ago, Yikes. Yowza. I know. And uh, I was very, I was really upset that there weren't a lot. I couldn't find a good Italian restaurant to go to because, I mean, I'm coming from Boston to New York. I was eating Italian food all the time and that was not what was here. So I mean, it, it's it's that'd be really interesting to hear what that guy has to say, especially if he was a pioneer of bringing Italian food here. He's one of the pioneers, and and so I want to I want to be able to document and pay homage uh, to some of the uh, classic restaurants of of at least my experience here in Los Angeles, as well as um, grab some people that I I know uh, either from business uh, people that I've helped establish restaurants or bars here in Los Angeles and. And are doing some great things with mm-hmm. uh, their own style of cuisine and/or drink, 
um, and then start going into other cities and Great. and exploring and finding, uh, getting some uh, input from some of our uh, our uh, our what we would call them readership. Is it <laughs> is it our podcast ship? We call them audience here. Our audience, the audience, but so uh, our, the audience. So our audience, um, we're hoping ultimately that they're going to reach out and say, hey. I've got this person you got to interview here in Chicago, or I got this phenomenal place in Miami, and here's why. Mm-hmm. And then uh, maybe we can get to a point where we can coordinate some trips and get to have some great drink and great food and, nice. and interview some wonderful people uh, for this uh, terrific industry. The caveat, of course, mm-hmm. that all of the drink and all the food in the world <laughs> ultimately was created so that we can sit back, relax, and enjoy Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> all so, right. Okay. So I'm hoping... I'm hoping that my guests have a love for Bruce Springsteen as I do. I, I have a respect. I can I can settle for a respect, and or at least that they've heard of him, <laughs> because you have to say some of these 75 year old Italian patriarchs oh, of on, the Italian cuisine. I'm hoping that everyone has heard of Bruce Springsteen, and and we could share a, a great pasta and a glass of wine over over Thunder Road. Yeah, which is. My favorite Springsteen song. There you go, and it's most people's favorite <laughs> Springsteen songs. I can, Damn it! I can go on and on, but yeah. So we can. Uh, so that's my concept in a nutshell. Love like it. I, I already have a few um, uh, wonderful people that have volunteered to uh, be guests on the show. So Great. it's just a question of uh, getting getting back into the new year and and setting up those times and dates and uh, formulating some plans a little bit more. So there you have it, folks. Stay tuned for Bourbon Bagels and Bruce in 2017, coming at you from Dan Fagan. Three Bs. Three Bs. All right. See ya. See ya. See ya.